0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with April J. Ford. April has faced adversity in her life, such as childhood sexual abuse and becoming a widow and a single parent at 32. Through all of her challenges, she has managed to rise above them and conquer her life. She'll help you to do the same. Now, here is your host, April Ford.
2: Welcome to You're Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges. I'm April J. Ford. Our segment today is, Is Your Space Constipated. Heal it by releasing the chi. And before I bring on my guest, Serena Chang from Serena Interiors, I wanted to say ni hao and Shay Shay to all of my You're Not Alone listeners out there in China. China is actually leading the listening board in all of our global countries out there. I won't read off my entire list, but a special thank you to China. So I offer this show as an example for people who may feel alone during an adversity that they are not alone and that there is hope. Your journey called life is filled with happiness, success, fulfillment, and even disappointments and adversities. I'm here to say that there's golden blessings to be discovered, even when life throws you a curveball, and you can still experience joy. I've created a formula in four steps on how to have a blueprint to rise above these challenges. These are recognize, respond, reevaluate, and rebalance. Now, this roadmap is a path for you to become healthy and then prosper beyond your wildest dreams. It guides you on finding who you are and how to handle life's challenges. And this is how you will transition and transform into who you're truly meant to be. I believe, on taking a holistic approach. So this show will bring on expert guests focused on empowerment. So on with today's show, did you know that your environment affects your mood, your energy, and even your recovery and restoration from a setback in life? You may not be able to control every curveball life throws at you, but you can at least control your environment to realign yourself back on a path of recovery with health, healing, and happiness. Traumas, setbacks, or just daily life challenges can cause sleepless nights, stress, strains on marriages, heavy energy, and more. And when the chi is blocked, the space is constipated. Our guest Serena from Serena Interiors has been featured on HGTV and TLC, hosting several TV shows as the feng shui whisperer of interior design. As a space medium, she is very sensitive and intuitive on transforming a negative space by creating a positive, energetic environment. When your interior is harmonious in your life, your life is balanced, and it seems to... You know, happen effortlessly. Subtle energies throughout your newly redesigned living space will help you to promote greater abundance and harmony in your life. Welcome to today's show, Serena. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to have you. You know, first off, I want to say congratulations on all your success, you know, being featured on HGTV, TLC. And numerous projects, you know, around the greater Los Angeles area. I know you work with a lot of high-end um, celebrity clients. Let's explain to our listeners so that you know we could start the show off right on, on the same page here. On two things: first, what is feng shui, and two, what do you mean when people refer to you as the feng shui whisperer? Well, feng.
3: Shui- is basically the balance of all the elements, and once you have the elements balanced in your home, then you can experience the feng shui energy. Um, As far as feng shui whisper, um, you know how they say there's a psychic of people? I'm the psychic of the spaces. The spaces actually speaks to me. When I come to relation with the space, I feel sensations in my body. Sometimes I feel um, tightness on my throat. I can feel really dizzy, almost like if you're you're lacking air in the room, like you're about to, you know, collapse that kind of dizziness. Um, When the spaces are heavy, I can sense them. I cannot see spirits, but I can sense the space being heavy.
2: Okay, so basically you can sense the energy. Okay. Yes. Okay. So how is this different? You know, I've met a lot of people who um, do interior design, who have gone through some sort of training or certification in feng shui. How is this different than somebody who, who, you you know, practices feng shui?
3: Well, the difference is um, I also got my certificate in feng shui, and when I did the certification um all the elements that I needed to do it was remedied before prior to my um to the class and so that I knew right then that it was it came to me naturally in the inability of to read the space. Um, the difference between um, someone that took the class and know how to fold the chart. Um, basically, you would do a reading of, you know, like basically anybody, if that they could do the reading and they knew the chart, they, they're able to provide, okay, well, this is, this is what you need, um, the basics. Mm-hmm. But what I do is actually I go into depth of feeling the energy of the space, and feeling the energy of the person who lives in the space, and um, that—that's how I feel. And I, how how do I how do I open the sacredness of the space?
2: So would you say it's your natural, gifted ability, you know, because you are sensitive and intuitive that basically enhance um, those skill sets? Because it, it is a skill; it's a learned skill that you can learn about you know, feng shui and how to design in a feng shui. But I think, it, it, would you say it's your natural ability of being sensitive and intuitive that basically enhance
3: that skill set? Yes, yes. And I think acquiring with, uh, I, I do a lot of meditation every day and also I'm very sensitive to energy. So as far as that, um, keep keeping me in tune with the space and with the people who live in the space, it definitely helps me. To, to, to be able to open the sacredness of the space. Okay. So with all
2: this, you know, we're speaking a lot of energy and stuff, and I want to make sure our listeners out there are resonating on the same frequency and understanding what we're talking about. So when you say all this energy stuff, if somebody who's never heard of this, you know, why is it important and what would you encourage them to explore? Like where would they start?
3: Well, you know, um, it doesn't matter if you believe in energy or not. Um, all at the end of the day, is that a space that a space in your home? There's always that one space in your home that you like to um, chill there more. Um, so, as far as like, that's basically the higher higher chi in the house. And the spaces that you you might have like living room setting, and you have sofa, comfortable sofa and pillows, but you notice when you invite people over, no one wants to mingle there. Because of the sacredness of the chi hasn't been open, and the way the the furniture's position can help um, open the chi as well.
2: How would how would one know? You know, if you're not trained, or you've never worked with a feng shui expert like yourself, I mean, do you just watch? Maybe you could pay attention to your own behavior? Or like you said, when you have people over, it's almost like that one little corner that nobody decides to mingle at or or just hang out. I mean, can, can you kind of tell if you're not intuitive like you?
3: Well, um, they might not be able to tell as far as like oh, which space in my house that's heavier energy and which space is that more rich, abundant energy. But as far as like even... Um, but a lot of the times when you invite people over... And you notice that they don't, they just, as much as you go, oh, go ahead and have a seat here, and they just don't. They just get up and they, they go somewhere else. They just can't be <laughs> yeah. there. And that's just a... I mean, you can't explain it. You can't really put your finger on it. Like, I don't understand. I told them to have a seat there, but they're not. They're just coming on this side. <laughs> I don't get it, you know? They so gravitate it's, somewhere it's, else. Yeah, it's, it, it's almost like once that uh, space is healed, it's a given. that like, you don't even have to tell people. They will automatically be drawn to be go- to, to want to be in that space.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
3: and that's how you could how you could see the difference between what well, before they didn't want to go, but now this time around things have switched around. But now they're they're going there. That's just, I can't explain that.
4: Yeah, but you but could like, only our, witness yeah, our
2: it. So titles is, is your space constipated? So when you say constipated, does that mean that there's? Something blocking it or what's really blocking it? I mean, what could be in that space that's blocking it? Is it the furniture placement? Is Did something happen there that caused, you know, maybe some negative energy to still be there that you need to clear and cleanse and do some kind of blessing or prayer? I mean
3: right you, you know? definitely um the the placement of the furniture where you're sitting, like for example, you know you want to be able to ha- be able to see who is coming at you, like you don't want to sit you know towards a door where people they could go, "Oh, how long have you been standing behind me you know that kind of a eerie you know like common sense type of a um instinct um but as far as like you know how the space is constipated, so like um. A lot of times people, they they won't even stay home. Like they feel like I have a a client of mine, for example, he would just say, uh, he would come home from work all tired and he would go to a Starbucks and he would just stay there and do all his work there where he had the home, but he doesn't feel like he wants to be there. It, It just stresses him out. So as far as that, the space, the energy was stuck. You know, so to have a flow of the energy. After we redid his place, the same exact place, we did not give him extra square footage. We rearranged it and painted the walls, and just did the simple, simplest thing. Now he 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 has attracted so much friends that would come over and just chill at his house, watch a movie or play a game, and attracted a loved one.
2: Oh wow! Okay, so now you're a matchmaker. <laughs>
3: So, like, I wouldn't say that I am, but all I know is that when you're in a bliss in your space, then you're in harmony, like in alignment. So that way for you to attract the right people, you know, the things that you need, you're more in clear, have more clarity. Right,
2: right. And, and none of us have to, you know, go through some certification of feng shui or work with somebody like Serena, who who's also intuitive and sensitive to spaces and, you know, is a profession in feng shui. But, you know, we, we have that feeling when we walk into a meeting or we walk into a room or we walk you know, wherever it is and we just get that icky feeling like, oh, you know, I don't feel good right now, or I've just got to, you know, be here for five minutes, say my, say my hellos, and just you just want to leave. Or there's other instances where it's just naturally welcoming, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's like 10 hours later, and I'm still here kind of thing, right?
1: Right.
2: So let's do this. Yeah, let's a, take our – I want to yeah, take a, a lot break of it, right a lot now, of it, Serena. It and then when like we come back, I want you to be able to speak a little bit more, like, on your client testimonies on – You know, like the guy who couldn't stand being at home and did a lot of his work at Starbucks, because I'm finding a lot of people who are escaping their home, not really excited to be home. And they work so hard to be in these magnificent mansions or or nice homes, and they're hardly home. So I want to speak on that when we come back from our short break. (music)
0: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges, or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to rise above life's challenges with grace, gratitude, love, and joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past totter the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page.
4: When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
5: If you're looking for tips for personal success, look no further than DJ and the Bear, keeping you at the top of your game with your hosts, leadership and personal effectiveness consultant Deetta Jones and Richard Dent, formerly of the champion Chicago Bears. Together as a husband and wife team, they've raised a family, owned two successful businesses, led major philanthropic initiatives through their foundation, and lived the ultimate lifestyle. Find out their secrets. Listen every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is Ford at joysofyah.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges.
2: Welcome back. And my guest today is Serena Chang from Serena Interiors. She is known as the Feng Shui Whisper of interior design. She's been featured on HDTV and the TLC channel uh just before the break we were talking about you know what is feng shui and what is you know why is it important when you're dealing with a setback or trauma in life Uh, how do we you know realign our energy so that our space is more harmonious and to promote greater abundance and harmony in our life so serena tell us you know some stories about some clients Um, I I know when I see a lot of people who are very successful, they work so hard in getting their nice luxurious mansions and homes and buying all the furniture and uh, fancy cars. But inside, what really goes on inside the home is that one, they're never at home and two, there's a lot of disharmony and dysfunction within the relationships
3: of in the home. Have you experienced some of that? Absolutely, yes. And even, um, I mean, even with people, like just driving down, you could see the homes are just like, at least I can, you know, I can feel the energy of the home being really sad. I mean, a beautiful, big home landscaped, but it just has a sad feeling in it. Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, I have a lot of clients that um, they have from big homes to small scale um, homes and a lot of them know that they don't know exactly what to do with it. And they would buy things and they would place it and they would buy a book and, and say, I, I think this is what you do to it. And it's just like, I don't know what to do, Serena, help. <laughs> so um, in a lot of ways, like when I see it, I mean, I see the energy and I see, okay, this is what's happening. Like, for example, with the, with a the client that I um, sort of um, touched on earlier, Um, he basically was down and out and he was renting a guest home from his his brother's home and he said, you know, I'm actually right now in a really tough time in my life and I need to make the best of the space, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, basically he said, I don't even feel like coming home. Like I come home from work and I just go to a coffee shop because like I can't even, I, I can't stand it. It's like, look at this place, you know, I can't even, he was a bachelor then, he said, I can't even bring girls home because it's like embarrassing, you know? And, and, and I, I said, okay.
2: Space, what, what did the space look like? You know, since we can't feel on the ray, what did it look yeah, like? Yeah, it's it basically
3: okay. when you walk in, it's um, you can see like the living room and the kitchen right there. So, and then there's a one bedroom and there's a little bathroom to the side. So it's a very small space. And what he said to me, he said, "Look, I would like to entertain. I would like to invite my buddies over and play video games, and I would like to have a bar." And I was like, okay. This is a very small space. We need to make sure that we can accommodate all those needs, and then it's still meet the feng shui. Um, you know, all the flow. So when we did the entire place, um, every in the phases, and he would come home, he'd be like, "Oh my god!" So when it was done he was like, I can't believe this is my place. It feels like a hotel. Like, it feels like I just checked into a hotel. And, and it was, it was one of those like really good feeling that he was telling me He's like, I, you know, this is like really awesome. Like he just couldn't stop texting me. Like, this is what I'm doing right now, Serena. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> right. Just, right. But like, it's really not about excited. And I was really excited for him.
2: And, and with stuff,
3: that, I right. felt, um, he was able to entertain at home and he was able to use the home a lot more now. and, Then, guess what? He attracted a loved one in his life, and not just any loved one. This was someone that he's been wanting to meet for the longest time because um, the the previous relationship that he had was basically a girl that would just spend all his money and wanted to find Dine all all the time until he was down and out. She left him. Basically, that's what happened. And with this, I mean that you know, like with with this, was completely a different type of girl. Like she would cook at home. I mean, they were really enjoying the home. So they would cook at home. They were every time we would call him and or he would call us and how how are you guys doing? Because we we you know we're friends now. And then like you know. Well, I'll be like, "What are you guys doing?" He's like, "Well, we're home, we're cooking, and we're watching a movie. Do you guys want to come over?"
4: No, not hanging out <laughs> so, of it's, you know, <laughs> I
3: really need to see that um, that transformation. And the next thing I knew, the last time I went to visit him, I'm like, "Wait a minute, does she move in?" Oh, <laughs> and you know, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't tell you." I'm like, "No, you didn't tell me. How did you not tell me this? This is like so amazing, you know." I was so happy. And then just, like, little things like that that makes me feel that I was able to change someone's lifestyle. It Really, it's so rewarding. I mean, that was just one of the stories. Um, Another story was um, another client of mine. They have me to do a feng shui consultation, and he said the husband wasn't sleeping well, and also their sex drive is completely zero, you know. So I was able to actually... Have her re- rearrange the furniture, and at first, her husband was really hesitant. Was like, I don't want to do this. I don't get it. Why we're doing this? He was just really skeptical you know, huh. she was able to, I told her, I said, you know what, just tell him that things nailed down to the ground. Nothing is cemented down. If he has great sex and great night's sleep for a month, it would be just a month. He could always go back to where he, he had it before, you know? And she's like, that's a great idea. I'm telling that. And great. so, you know, So basically, you know, he, she was able to convince him mm-hmm. and he did that. And I said, you know, I followed up and I said, how do did, how, you how did respond, you know, once you move the furniture? And she was like, He didn't see anything negative but all he said was like, Well the room feels more spacious I was like, Well that's a positive thing, right? right <laughs> and she right. said, Yeah so so you know, just like little things like that that really helps people I mean, from sleeping well and, you know, now her husband is in a better place as far as resting wise and you know, and they're they're just you know, their their space is a lot more intimate.
2: Right. But going back, let's go back to the Starbucks guy who found, you know, attracted love of his life. It wasn't you just going in there. Like you said, it started off as this drabby, dingy little space. Yeah. Everything was just one in one, um, like an open great room, you know, the living room, the kitchen, you step, you take one step, you're in the bathroom kind of thing is what it sounds like, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. about you just going in there and buying, know new linen and new nice furniture that look like it out of a magazine because we know in in comparing you have families who do have the model homes um, we'll just call it model homes or it looks like they um live in the the magazine type homes there's still disharmony and dysfunction there so it's not about just
3: buying new furniture right no, no, absolutely not. It's where the placement and how you achieve it to open the space, to block the cheat. Like, for example, as you walk in, you see the kitchen. and the kitchen, you see the window right straight out. And the window was right above the sink, like the normal setup. Um, so, you know, to to incorporate the bar, what I did is I, I got a soji screen, which is like one of those three-panel Japanese type oh, of screen yeah. type. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Paper And I had that um, blocked and I had the bar customed so it was in front of it. So the, the screen acted like a wall. So not only that, you know, putting into his prerequisite of wanting a bar in the place, um, when you walk into the door, you will see that the chi now it's now flowing in in a different way. So instead of going straight out. It was actually the first thing you see was that bar. The way we designed that bar was very much like, it looks almost like an entrance foyer thing, but then you could go like back behind the bar and serve drinks. So like, you know, we had it like skirted down. It was really beautifully tailored. And um, so when you first, when you walk in, you see that instead of the kitchen sink, looking out to the window.
2: So you basically segregated each functional area, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, when Sweet okay. did that, he, he was telling me, like, can you believe all my guy friends, they were like, hey, acting like they're bartenders. They're like, we're behind <laughs> the bars. Like, I'm going to pour you a drink. You know? So they were really, I mean, everyone was really enjoying the space. Um, you know, the intention was set so strongly where the things are that they knew what to do with it, like where to access and how to be comfortable and, and use, utilize each each area.
2: Okay. Now, say that somebody, you know, you you mentioned some clients where you've helped out you know with, with their marriage or intimate part of their their life and you know with the I just keep calling him the Starbucks guy who was never at home now he feels comfortable being at home but what about somebody who's dealing with you know a major setback or a boulder of adversity unexpectedly in their life Maybe they they're dealing with the loss of a loved one or you know something else happens in their life how would? Their space, whether it's their room, because they're spending a lot of time being depressed or stressed out in their room, or maybe just mm-hmm. the, the living space. Like, How can that affect their mood and their emotions if it's not in
3: this feng shui flow? Well, the first thing I would suggest is also always have sunshine, sunlight through your through, through the rooms. You know, so on the daytime, if you, even if you're out to work, just open the the shades, open the windows. Like as far as like you know, the cover draperies and just let some sunshine in because sunshine could do so much to this space you know um a lot of times when you have it all enclosed and it feels dark and the energy it feels different the sunshine does help a lot so if you if you know like this is one thing that they can do at home as of right now like tomorrow you know um they could open their space and just you know opening the windows just letting some sunshine coming through um as far as like um having their space you know ha- finding landing spaces for things so that way there's no clutter and messes that's always an ideal ideal solution so the first thing to do, like, you know, before you have to organize everything, you're finding landings, making landing spaces for each thing, like for your bills and for all your books and everything where there's a home for. A purpose, so that way right. when you need a to pr- access them, you know where it is. So that gives you less stress of like, where do I put my stuff? My stuff is everywhere. Look at this place. I am stressed. You know what I mean? It kind of goes into a domino effect. So as far as like... Um, right. Having, having a, a creating a space, you know, first having some sunlight through the space, air, definitely air. Like, you know, when you walk into a home and you feel there's an odor or, you know, there's just not enough oxygen in the home, it feels like it's stuck, like the, the energy is not really going anywhere. Um, having some air, like when you're home, opening some window, letting some breeze coming through, some new cleansing, you know, fresh air coming through, that's always also good just like as a basic basic.
2: Okay. Okay, so I mean that just a small notes that I took, you know, something that you guys can do is uh Serena suggested maybe creating a landing space and that to me is more like, you know, find a purpose for things so that you're not creating more chaos and stress in your life because you're already trying to deal with the challenges that you're you're faced with and the next thing you need to know is, you know, Stress, stress about where did you put your keys so you can just leave the house, you know, for the next day. And obviously light, you know, opening up the windows and providing some light and sunshine to, I mean, that's, like you said, it's pretty basic and obvious of allowing light and sunshine into your life and air, fresh air to breathe. Is there another one,
3: Serena? Or did yeah, like one? for example, your bedroom, you know, this is like basic one oh one that, you know, anybody could just look in their bedroom. You know, just make sure when you're sleeping, your foot is not pointing towards a wall or towards a the window. Um, there's remedies for it, you know, that if you, it's like, okay, well, there is, well, you know, you walk into my bedroom, there's two windows on each wall, like one window on each wall. Then there's my closet and then there's my bathroom. There's the main door. Like there's nowhere for me to put the bed except for this space, you know, like, I don't know. So there's ways to remedy it, you know, and also one big suggestion is to not put your head where your head is resting, which is it could be your headboard or your direction, your bed um towards a corner of the wall, so you want always have you want to always have um supporting wall where your head is resting and supporting wall or some sort of wall space where so you're not pointing your foot towards the door or towards the window, so some sort of a uh, um supporting space so like where an your, anchor where your foot is mm-hmm. pointing okay. mhm okay
2: great so I'm
3: going to take a break
2: right now Serena and when we come back I want to share my experience in working with Serena just I think it's been maybe less than a week or maybe even just a week ago where she did a quick transformation on um, one of my rooms in my home so when we come back I'm going to share my experience with you guys
0: Your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: Joy's Gift is a 501c3 nonprofit that empowers women and youth to transition from tragedy to triumph, from loss or sexual abuse. Our program emphasizes a foundation of developing true self mastery of independence. Our services provide a support system and infrastructure of wraparound resources for services focused on mental, emotional, and spiritual healing. Restore someone's hope, love, peace, and help them develop self-mastery of independence by sharing your gifts with Joy's Gift at www.joysgift.org. That's joysgift.org.
4: Our world is shrinking. We get information across the planet as fast and as easily as across the street. Lately, it seems as if none of it is good. The world has become so addicted to negativity, fear, drama, and our kids are learning fast. Are you worried about your teen? Do you know where they are, who they're with, and what they're really up to? Power of Peace Radio tackles real issues that are changing the minds of the next generation. Get involved in the conversation on Monday evenings with Kit Cummings. Pop Radio is about interrupting and redirecting those who are on a dangerous course and bringing light into dark places with powerful topics and real stories. We bring hope to those who need it most, because hope is the new dope. Power of Peace Radio, Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment.
5: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1 888 346 9141. Again, That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is apriljford at joysofyaw.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges.
2: Welcome back. We are speaking with Serena. She is known as the Feng Shui whisperer. She's been featured on HGTV and the TLC channel. And before the break, I wanted to have Serena give some common things that people can simply do to, you know, make their energy more harmonious and alignment to have better flow, especially when you're dealing with, you know, life's adversities and you're stressed out or overwhelmed or whatever it may be, you know, how can our environment affect our emotions and our moods and our actions? Um, Serena, can you, before we share my story, I know I promised the audience I'm going to share my personal testimony in, in working with you, but just before we get into that, share some more common things that people can do. You know, simple things like they can implement if they don't have access to an intuitive, you know, Feng Shui expert like yourself. Um, You know, I've heard some things like don't put a water fountain in your room or don't do this or do that. What are some dos and don'ts?
3: Okay, well, I really don't like do. What I do is I don't do like hanging a a wind chime in the middle of the living room or your bedroom. To me, it's. Uh, to me, if something it's questionable, it's like why is that there? Like you know, yeah, a, a I've never heard of I, heard and it's or like, seen and that. And why, why do you have a wind chime in your bedroom? And it's like, oh, it's for feng shui. And it's like, you know, so to me, it's like if it's good feng shui when somebody feels that it's not questionable as like that's bothering me. Why is that there? To me, then that that's not really smooth feng shui. You know, uh-huh. so as far as like with the feng shui um, level. Um, of directions of, like, you always want to be seating where you can see, like, the door, like, you know, where people are coming through the door, um... You, you would, you know, the perfect scenario is to, let's say if you're office, you would like to have a wall supporting your back and then your table so you can see the window and the door. That's like the perfect scenario, right? But then sometimes you just don't have that um, privilege to have a, a flat wall, you know, to put your desk and then sit behind, you know, to have the wall support. So there's other ways to go about it either um doing drapery um elements to 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 faux a wall, you know? So that way there it feels like there's a solid um back for you um for yourself. And that could go for the bedroom as well. Like let's say if you have a small skinny window or a big window where your headboard is and that's just no way about it. Like there's you can't put your bed anywhere else. That's it. That's the only way to put it. Um definitely with um in closing window treatments, you know, that could be a solution, you know, the, depending um, on, on the window size, sometimes even a headboard can give you that stabil- stability. Um, definitely walking into your bedroom, feeling that grand space because that's the master bedroom. That's your bedroom. And the bedroom that you come in and feel proud of your space. And when you give people a tour or even give yourself a tour of, like, this is my home, you know, when you walk in. Um, having nightstands or having some sort of table or a chest some sort of um, elements that have flat surface um, on both sides of the bed to give that balance and bring that grandness. And it does not have to be two rectangular, like the same shape. It could be one oval and one rectangular, you know, on each side of the bed. It could be drawers or it could be tables. However, it serves the purpose that maybe you could put a glass of water, you could put your glasses down or... Your jewelry, whatever your 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 needs are, right? Um, or you don't even if if you're like I don't read, I don't need a water, I don't need anything. I just have some elements like that to balance the space. And as far as water feature in the bedroom, the reason why I say I don't recommend water feature unless um, unless I come into the space and I feel there's a need for it. Um, a lot of times, silence when you're able to just rest. And the less clutter in your room, you know, the less things, the tchotchkes, I say, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the little decoration pieces, the less, the better. Because this is where you could just relax and not think about work, not think about how you need to serve the world tomorrow, but just to be about yourself, just rejuvenating and just to be able to relax. But what if water to you is is a
2: sound of soothing and relaxing? Is that contradictory to somebody else?
3: Um, well, water soothing could be relaxing, but I would not put a water fountain in the bedroom. It's just, um, there's other places that you could place it. In the bedroom, I would just, I would, I just, you know, like when I even talk about it, I feel mm-hmm. stuck in my throat to even say, go ahead and put one. You know what I mean? Um, how do I, I, I don't know how to explain it even better than, than just to say don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the the whisper. <laughs> yeah, that's the whisper part that steps in and go. Just yeah. say don't Serena.
2: <laughs> but what about you know? Is there you know? What about getting into technicalities of you know the old ancient Chinese tradition of feng shui? What are some basic meanings that we can understand of all these placements? Like you said, if if you're in your office space and you want to have a a productive, efficient work environment, whether you have a traditional office or you have an office in your home, you know, having your wall support on your back and you're able to have a view of the the window or the door. I mean, what is all, all these, what do they mean? Do they mean something?
3: Yes, well, it gives you that support, you know, and then the chi also, like, you know, of, of that support for you. So um, as far as, like, with the office, like, you know, when we talk about um, the, the what I do, is because with the interior design and the feng shui tied together, the, the beauty of it, how the two kind of, like, go together. Like, you know, for the water feature, I would say you could incorporate that in your office. And also with the water, you have to, like, you know, with little water fountains it's really not gonna change any tea in the room. I mean only if like if you need like massive gallons of water that's that's sort of like rotating water, meaning not a pool water that is just sitting there and it's dead. It's not really going anywhere. Um but a water that is actually able to either a water water a big pool of water that actually has a fountain that it could you know, um provide um energy flow in the water, you know so the water's not just sitting still um that would be like a major shift on the space but like you know in your in your office if you feel that there is space and you want to incorporate like um plants or um water feature to to kind of you know if if it's not a hective office like you know <laughs> place that you could just kind of like listen mm-hmm. to your your water fountain, that's fine. Um, It depends, you know, on on the setup of the office, definitely. Um, But yeah, definitely incorporating some elements to give that coziness, even though it's an office space, but still, you know, not cluttering it to a point that it makes you feel like, where is that one paper that I just set down? Like, I can't find it, you know, not to be too much. So there's a balance of everything.
2: Okay. Okay. So I'm going to try to explain to our audience how we work together. And I know we're we're probably going to get interrupted with our um, commercial break, but just to set the stage on, you know, how we started. I mean, when we come back from break, uh, we could share the results on what Serena had recommended. But since she's in L.A. and I'm in southern Orange County, you know, we did everything remotely. So I, I took a quick video of my entire home, sent her the video, and she asked for still pictures of one room that, you know, she, that I wanted her to transform. So I picked my bedroom, uh, you know, I, since, Dale, since I recently moved from Northern California to Southern California little over a year ago, went from a 3,500 square foot home on a quarter acre to a small condominium on the golf course. So I had to combine and be creative on my workspace and my living space. So I had her, you know, I took pictures of all four corners of my room. um, And she just basically over email on the phone and said, do this, do this, you know, take this out, put this in. No questions asked. I just completely did what she did. You know, you know, told me what she did. And then the following day or, or several days after um, I had completed my, my to-do list that she recommended, you know, we had a meeting on, okay, how do you feel? What was the energy like? And then she was able to explain why she gave me certain instructions. So I'm going to take our last break right now. And when we come back, I want to share what it was like the before and after when Serena transformed my own personal space.
3: I'm excited to talk
5: about that. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
1: VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Has life ever thrown you a curveball called challenges? Or maybe even a boulder called adversity? You are not alone. How to Rise Above Life's Challenges with Grace, Gratitude, Love, and Joy is about finding the gold in life's challenges. April J. Ford shares how tragedies from her past totter the alchemy of adversity. Who we are inside and the way we handle the challenges we face is how we transition and transform into who we are truly meant to be. Pick up your copy today at www.feeljoyagain.com or by clicking on the link on the You Are Not Alone show page.
5: What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home, and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, Noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
1: You are tuned into You Are Not Alone. To reach April J. Ford or her guest on today's program, you may call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send April an email, her email address is apriljford at joysofyaw.com. Now, back to You Are Not Alone, How to Rise Above Life's Challenges.
2: And we are back, and we shared just before the break um, the process in working with Serena, you know, sharing my own personal testimony where, She did everything virtually and remotely just by me sending her a video and still pictures of the room that I I wanted her to um, transform. But one thing I forgot to mention before the break, you know, I didn't mention this to Serena when I first started working with her, that there's... You know, basically three criterias that, that I put on to see if she was going to meet is one um, is aesthetics. I'm, I'm big on aesthetics. If the room looks pleasing you know, to the eye and second functionality, you know, is it effective? And three is making the best use of each space. So is it really efficient? Because I wasn't really looking into doing a big demolition of knocking out this wall and putting this wall and buying a $50,000 um, piece of furniture to go put in the corner. So I had these three criterias without even her knowing. And at the end of just a period of three or four days and working with her, she basically hit everything spot on. So Serena, share with our audience, you know, the process that you took me in working with you. Well, you know,
3: you are so easy to work with, first of all. (laughs) But I have to say, when I got the pictures um, from April of her house and her room, um, definitely the one thing that really stood out was her bedroom. Um, She had a desk right next to her bed. And then um, as you walk in, there was a little um, entertainment unit, like a little cubby that had a flat-screen TV on it. And as I'm feeling the room, and I see a chair right next to her bed, which looks like it was not being used, but it was just there. And I'm sure a lot of us have furniture that is just there, <laughs> and was, you might pile a jacket or something on top, but it's just like oh, that's just to hold clothes. But, yeah, it was supposed to be a chair, but <laughs> I don't use it, you know? Or, like, you know, whatever the elements might be, furniture in your room that you might be like, oh, I have that there. I really don't use it anymore. Um, so when I saw that, and then there was, a the, um, like, a console, like a wide, um, long table console, uh, right where the window is, kind of like a bayish window, like a small, tiny bay window with plantain shurder- shutters. Mm-hmm. And um, when I saw that, I saw the rug and everything, I said, okay. Uh, and then the bed, it was there with no um, nightstands or any side tables on each side. Um, I, when I saw that room, I wasn't sure if that was April's master bedroom or was, was that a one of the kids' room. I wasn't sure. But all I knew that it needed to be remedied. Because whoever that was there was very um, motivated to get stuff accomplished because um, (laughs) there was um, poster papers on the wall and I knew exactly what those intentions were, even though I couldn't read what what it was written, um, I knew the intention. And the intention was to be productive, get stuff done, you know, and so... I basically asked, I was like, you know, April, is there any way that we could find a place for that desk? And then uh, if we could take down those posters and put it somewhere else, because I know that's for motivational thing. But I really wanted to focus, like, on the bedroom to make sure that you're able to be in that space and either have a restful nice sleep or even when you have intimacy like you know you could feel intimate in that room you know so it doesn't feel like okay after this I need to jump back on and get on my desk and start getting some stuff done you know so I really wanted to play with with what she had and maybe um, make that space more of her bedroom so using the existing pieces of furniture what I had her do is I had that um, TV entertainment little unit that was right when you walk in it was right there which I felt that she wasn't really using it much, you know. So I said, okay, well, why don't we move that to next to, in front of her bed where there's a fireplace on the corner. On the front of her bed, there's a fireplace. And then on the next to the fireplace, there's a space where she had the three-drawer chest. And so let's move that three-drawer chest by your nightstand, as your nightstand by your bed. And the TV Entertainment Center, you know, kind of like closer to the fireplace but maybe angled to a little bit so that way you could um, see if when you're laying down and then there was that chair that was um, next to her bed we moved it to the bay window and then left the rug the round rug there and then that now she could she's able to sit on that chair and watch the tv and really sit on that chair and really use that chair you know um, and then also she was able to find a small little um, side table to balance the other side of the bed so now there's balance as we were talking about the one on one part of you know having the, the, the support and feeling when you walk in there's not that blockage of that T V being there in the entrance. You walk in, you see the bed, you see the nightstand on the side table and it feels more grand. You know, it's starting to come together. Now with all the posters that came down from the wall, and you know, and then there was a bookshelf that, as you walked in, you see from that wall where the bed um, is, is you know, that wall uh, where the bed is. Um, there was a bookshelf with a bunch of books. It was really tall. I said, so if there's a way that we could move that bookshelf somewhere else, and maybe we could have. Um, you know, eventually you could have, like, some sort of either a painting or some sort of soothing element, nothing sharp and screaming at you, like red, bright red, something that's soothing that you could just look at it and just, like, slowly fall asleep, you know, something that's soothing and something that's nice that you could wake up and go, oh, there's that painting. So that's the one space that, you know, she could incorporate in there. And as far as um, with the changes, you know, definitely I always, tell my clients, you know, because you're so used to having your space a certain way when you come home and you go, okay, well, there's my chair, there's this thing. So it's like, you know, you don't have to think about it. It's already all there and it's automatically, you just go to it. And when things are changed, you go, wait a minute. Now you're redirect, redirecting yourself and you go, wait, where is my table? Okay, yeah, I, I just forgot. I moved it. Yeah, you, you, so you it's kind it, of there's walk that doors, like, disrupting um, 12, right? In the beginning. And usually the first, I would say like the first two weeks, there's that, you know, getting used to it, letting, letting the space marinate. And really, let you allow yourself to come home to your space and really feel your space and really starting to remember where things are you know and then, and then it takes about two weeks about you know two weeks for you to. To really kind of go, okay, well, that's my chair, that's there, and it's no longer next to my bed, you know, and now there is a nightstand, if I choose to put a book down after I read, I can, you know, and, you know, where the TV, now the TV's there, if I want to watch some something nice on TV, I can turn it on and I can see it from here. You know, and then as you walk into your bedroom, you feel like, okay, I can feel like I can walk in. I feel there's more space now, you know, and if you want to incorporate some 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 paintings, you know, that'll be nice to kind of give the space. And I'll also, you know, definitely I say, you know, the bedroom where your bedspread, your pillows, when it's all made up and it, it makes you feel proud when you feel like this is my bedroom. I worked hard for every single piece of this furniture And this is my master bedroom. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, I'll, like I'll just when you're introducing mates. your family and friend and they're giving you know, give me a tour of your space now that yeah. it's changed and you yeah. say like, oh wow well, this is my master bedroom and they look around they go wow this is nice oh yeah, I like feel, how that chair feel, is there <laughs> you know and you know like too. things like that and then and then we did um, rearrange and, and have the office desk now in the outside with a common space area and the way it was that sofa was angled because the fireplace was at an angle so the 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 sofa needed to be in an angle with the living room and there was an open floor plan. So like the living room, dining room area was all open. That sofa being there in an angle it looks kind of awkward. I know it makes sense because of the the fireplace being in an angle and the TV was right there, so like the sofa needed to be on that angle. But how do we break off the awkwardness of the space being in the angle? Was um, when she, when we had her bring the um, sideboard, which was on the bay window, we had to put it behind the sofa. And she had April said originally you had that there, right?
2: Yeah, I had it there. And the other thing that I didn't tell you before we started, you know, moving furniture, you told me to do this and that. I was naturally already gravitating to do a lot of my work in that area, like in in my dining room instead of my office space. So, um, you know, like I said, I I told you that that after.
4: you know,
3: it's really interesting because each case, I I call it each case study, like each space is a case study for me. And it's like, when I hear clients say that, it just like, you know, validates so much more in a different level because like, you know, when I said, I said, okay, you, you know, you want to bring that table to the outside. And then when she had it there and I said, Oh, my God, that feels so right. Mm -hmm. It just, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain to you. I know it might sound that it's weird that there's a living room and then there's no wall and there's your office and there's a dining room, but... I cannot explain it to you, but it feels right, right there. And yeah. then when you were like, wow, well, I actually do a lot of my work. I like, yeah, I like
2: that that I said, I told that. you afterwards. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Serena, we're out of time right now. I wish I could share more of the audience of my testimony and working with you. But how can they find you if they want to work with you in person in the greater Los Angeles area or remotely? Like, you know, we did uh, a remote, um, yeah, a remote case. How would they find you?
3: Well, they definitely could um, contact me um, either calling, um, our number is 310-558-9678, once again, 310 310- 558-9678 five, five, and also you can reach us, reach us through email at mail M-A-I-L at Serena S-E-R-E-N-A interiors with an S at the end dot com that's mail at Serena interiors Dot com, And also you can reach us um, through Yelp. And Yelp also um, has, you can read all the testimony of some of the case studies that I shared today um, and the photos that we, we've done work on. Definitely, um, we do interior design service. Um, we have a store location, which is located on 2739 South Robertson Boulevard. And that's in Los Angeles, California, nine zero zero three four. And that's Serena Interiors on Los Angeles. We are we're by appointments, so um, you could actually visit the store and you could experience the Feng shui, the Feng Shui energy as well. And um, with that, we also do um, lines of custom furniture. Window treatment, motorization, so basically able to flourish your home with all the things that you need. And everything we do, we do with ease and grace, with good energy, because I believe from the order of the, of the piece of the furniture to the delivery where it's going to fit, where exactly it's going to come home to, it's going to be with good energy. So definitely we infuse a lot of love in all the things that we do, and our clients right. feels like they can't get enough of us because of the energy that they feel.
2: Great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy to finally get you on our show. So in closing, make sure listeners, you guys check out feeljoyagain.com to receive your weekly words of joy and info on how you can take part in the four steps on creating your roadmap to success. Remember, there's gold to be discovered in our challenges. Know that you're not alone. Get inspired, uplifted, and empowered every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Pacific here on Voice America.
1: We appreciate your joining us this week For you are not alone Please tune in for another edition With host April J. Ford Next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time 4 p.m. Pacific Time On the Voice America Empowerment Channel We can't wait to talk again next week